0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Myzel.
1: Thank you guys for joining us. So let's get right into it. Uh, both teams are struggling offensively right now. Um, but, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll start with the Ravens offense and the, and the Tampa defense. Um, <laughs> Cordell and I obviously have these conversations pretty regularly because in this town, uh, everybody wants the offensive coordinator fired. This is how it goes. Um, and so we the last four weeks, the Ravens um, offense has really been lackluster mediocre you know any type of word that you want to add there basically that they're not getting the job done is what they're doing Mm -hmm. I had the situation now going into Tampa which I really um, one thing about Tampa's defense that I really like is their linebacking core Um, and so how do you foresee this going into uh, Thursday night's game. We'll start with the ladies, Cordell. The ladies first. Let's go on. at their floor. And then, of course, the young gentleman can add his thoughts.
2: Casey? Oof. Um, well, I love our, our linebacker core, too. Um, or at least I did in the beginning of the season, if you will. <laughs> a couple of the guys uh, stand out for me and a guy that, I, that you can trust to get the job done is going to be inside linebacker Levante David. He's kind of been that leader over the last two games, which is – Not even that exciting to say. Um, He's coming in this game with 53 combined tackles and only had 12 over the last two games. Pitiful games. Um, it's going to really take him re-energizing his counterpart, Devin White. Devin White can be a complete animal when he wants to. He came into this season with his head on, knowing how he needed to clean up his game, how he needed to tackle and play more strategically. The problem is he's kind of lost himself. Devin's young. He lets the media get in his head, and I think right now they're squatting there rent-free and allowing him to make some some costly mistakes out there. But if these two can kind of get back in sync because they play off of each other very well, then they can be problematic for this Ravens offense. Um, I know Lamar Jackson only had nine passes, nine completed passes last week versus the Browns. And I would love to say that if you ask me this question in week one or two, that the Bucks defense is way more formidable than the Browns defense. So they should be a little bit more problematic, but they have to get on the same page there
3: yeah i mean just kind of jumping off of what casey said i think the thing that stands out to me when you look at uh, baltimore's offense versus this bucks defense isn't necessarily what baltimore is doing in the air but what they're doing on the ground and specifically lamar jackson this bucks team has had struggles against quarterbacks who know how to move within the pocket and specifically running quarterbacks i mean Lamar Jackson leads his team with 510 yards rushing. And this is a Bucks team that is allowing right now, and uh, this kills me to say, but they're allowing 118.3 yards a game on yep. average. Dead and smack so, in the middle. Dead man. smack in the middle on run it, defense. It's 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 so terrible. Um, because like Casey said, they should be and can. Be better, but they're but that's not the team that we've seen over the last few weeks. So I think that they're really going to need to step up against this Ravens team and specifically against the likes of Lamar Jackson and August Edwards, yeah. um, because he's he you know he's he's kind of coming back and getting his legs back under him. Um, this is going to be a really scary offense for this Bucks defense if they're able to get their run game going. So to me, that's where the Bucks defense really has to focus if they're going to continue uh, giving the Ravens some offensive struggles. But the Ravens have a great opportunity to really, really push their very hard on the ground because the Bucs have not been solid defensively in the run game. Their pass defense is actually – is actually – pretty good whenever you consider uh, you know everything overall um they're ranked sixth in the league they only allow 190 yards per game so they're actually doing fairly well stopping things in the air but it's on the ground that I really fear this Ravens team is going to push and has the opportunity to really get at this Bucks defense
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And you know, she mentioned the the Bucks' pass defense. The Bucks are also tied for third and sacks this year. Uh, that that's the one thing that worries me uh, with this Ravens' offensive line. We saw Morgan Moses get benched in the in the later part of the game on Sunday. That they were pretty good in the pass defense, uh, as far as uh, pass cut, uh, pass protection. I should say this offensive line. But the Ravens, as a passing team, have kind of been trending down. As of mm-hmm. late, good thing is the running game is starting to pop a little bit. Gus Edwards is coming back, look really good on Sunday. You know what you get from Lamar in the run game. The question is, can that pass game pick back up? Now, Mark Andrews isn't going to get held to zero catches every game. But this is the type of defense that I think would give Mark Andrews a little bit of a problem. And we've seen teams like Buffalo give him issues where they have really good linebackers and really good safeties behind it. I think they face a similar challenge against this Bucks team with coverage linebackers like Levante, David, De- Devin White. You've got playmaking safeties on the back end and Antoine Winfield Jr. So, you know, uh, I-, I think it'll be important for good decision-making Lamar to be out there because this is a Bucks defense that's aggressive. They like to blitz. Lamar hasn't been as great against the blitz as of late as he was to start the season. So key decision-making with Lamar, none of the, cross-body throws to uh, Patrick Ricard in the middle of the field. We don't need to see that. We don't need to see the fourth and goal end zone interceptions. We need the Lamar that we were getting in the first three weeks. And Lamar kind of – I question how healthy Lamar was on Sunday. He was on an injury report last year with a hip issue. He kind of squashed that when we talked to him earlier this week about uh, him, whether or not he was feeling good. So I'm expecting to see a a more – a, 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 a more decisive Lamar, I should say, on Thursday night because the passing game obviously was not there on Sunday against the Browns. And I, I don't think that that was the part of the game plan anyway. We know the Browns' struggles is against the run. But mm-hmm. this week against the Bucs, I think they're going to need to, potentially, because I don't know how long this Bucks offense is going to stay down. Potentially, you may have to score some points to beat these guys. And uh, I, I just want, I just think that the Ravens need to make sure they're ready to go.
3: Yeah, they're
1: going to have to, because in addition to the Bucks being very good um, in pass defense, they they total points. They're only six. They don't give up a lot of points. And the Ravens right now are not putting up a lot of points. Um, and so that's that's the one thing that I think does work in the favor of the Bucks. Um, As opposed to what the Ravens are doing right now, the last four weeks, they just haven't really been scoring a lot of points. And so that's one thing that the Bucs are doing. They're not giving up a lot of points, um, which is problematic. But again, you have a guy like Mark Andrews that literally was national tight ends day. He's non-existent on his day. Like how does that happen? I don't know, but you know, uh doesn't even get a catch. I think he probably had like three targets, something like that. And so again, that's going into this game, you, you're gonna to want to feed Mark Andrews. However, you know, the we already talked about how really good the linebacking core of the Bucks is, even though um Casey, you mentioned like, you know, they've had their struggles the, the past couple of weeks. Hey man, this the Ravens will always find a way. <laughs> to let somebody get back on track. That's what they do best. <laughs> Look,
2: that's what I'm hoping for, honestly, because I cannot watch another destructive performance. But uh, in all honesty, you guys mentioned their ability, uh, the Bucks. Defense ability to maybe show up in the pass game and shut that down. The problem is the injury report there. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. went out with a concussion on Sunday, and right. realistically, after what happened with two and a few other players, the reality of it is that there's no way he should be on that field on Thursday. So you're losing a versatile player, their second versatile player, if you will. Logan Ryan was their first guy, their main guy to create turnovers. So you've got two of your most versatile. Safeties out of the game, and they're two people that also contribute to that blitzing package because Antoine Winfield Jr. either plays back or steps up on the blitz, and now you don't have that guy, you don't have that box player, if you will. Um, So, they're going to be making some adjustments when it comes to this blitz game. Are they still going to go for it? Absolutely. And where it's going to help them is going to be the potential return of Akeem Hicks. This team started to go downhill sledding in stopping the run when Akeem Hicks went out with his injury, and he bounced back with limited participation this week. If we know anything about this team, if a player is going to give them one wink that they can go, they're going to go, and Akeem Hicks is going to help them eat up that middle ground and alleviate Vitavea from those double teams that he's been taking on and somewhat getting destroyed on. I mean, yeah, he came up with one sack, but a guy who just got a payday last season has two sacks for the season. Um, and he's typically way more dominant than that. So they've got to kind of find a rhythm here now without Antoine Winfield Jr. Carlton Davis is on the injury report. He's one of their top shutdown corners, if you will. And then it's going to come down to Jamil Dean, Mike Edwards at that safety position. So while they might give Bateman, you know, some trouble, while they might be able to tango with Mark Andrews, it's going to be them shutting down in the center there, their interior showing up, that's going to help their backfield adjust. Uh, Cause then other than that, you've got a young guy like Zion McCollum, who he's fast is all get out, love watching the kid play. He still has some misreads out there. Uh, his feet are kind of moving faster than his brain at the moment, but he's only a rookie. Mm-hmm. So, While I want to see way better, um, they're going to have some holes here because the defense is going to have to adjust accordingly depending on how that injury report continues to play out. Today's going to be the big determining factor on um, who's going to play on Thursday night and who's not going to. But if a lot of their secondary is out, then... I see the Ravens trying to pass a little bit more and alleviate uh, Lamar Jackson because what Jackson does that is so dangerous is that split decision uh, last minute there. Um, He likes to do one of those reads where he's either going to see how his offensive line shifts. And if they shift down and the side collapses, then he's either going to hand off the ball or he's going to take off and his build alone can make these guys pay for it. So I kind of see them trying to run the ball down the, down the buck's throat a lot more, but they will have a passing opportunity here, depending on what players uh, come up on, on the clean bill of the injury report.
3: Yeah, I'm 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 really interested to see how it all plays out. And Casey, you said it best, we'll really find out more as the next day or two unfolds because even going back to some of Todd's Bull's comments on Sunday, you know, he said that he wasn't sure. How many vets we're going to get to start this week? And part of that is maybe injury related, but part of it I think is performance related. Um, and there's a little bit of a lack of confidence in this Bucks defense right now. So they're at this very, very pivotal point where. They, they have to gain some confidence. But you have a guy like Antoine Winfield Jr. who's really the cheerleader of this group. You have him out. Someone else has to step up. And I'm going to call on Devin White to do it because he used to be, and there was a point in time where he was kind of the backbone of this Bucks defense. And so I think if this Bucks defense is going to do anything you know, and anything like they can, anything like we talked about in the first few weeks, it's going to be led by Devin White, and it needs to be because he is a leader on this defensive core, um, and he's really going to need to step up, not just his play, like Casey said early on, but he's going to need to step up in the in the leadership room. Um, very similar to maybe what you guys are saying from from. You know, Lamar Jackson, it's just been very inconsistent from Devin White. He'll have some weeks where it's a really good performance, but then he'll have some weeks where it's it's not the best performance. And another thing that we've seen from this Bucks defense that they have to be very, very careful of is letting up these big plays. Because last week, the one of the biggest things that happened against this Panthers team wasn't necessarily that they were gaining ground every single play, but they were gaining ground big plays and on third downs and on third third downs. downs. I mean, Mm -hmm. they, they gave up, I, I, I have my book in front of me. They gave up 60, a 60 yard run and then a 17 yard run right after it for a touchdown. Those things can't happen in this game because the Ravens and Lamar Jackson will take advantage. And so really to slow down the Ravens offense, what they're going to have to do is is not let up the big plays. They have to be more consistent, play more consistent, and I think that starts with a guy like Devin White and his leadership and what he can bring to the table. But that's really something to think about, and I'd be interested in what you think about that, Cordell, because the Ravens, while they haven't been as great consistently on offense, They have had a few big plays here and there. And that's something, like I said, that the Bucks have struggled with. Do you think it's something that they try to take advantage of?
0: Uh, Potentially, especially if Deshaun Jackson is active for this game, you know, he's, he's kind of brought here to add that game changing speed uh, and take the top off the defense. Now, it's been a couple of weeks since the Ravens have had some of those big plays. Uh, definitely didn't have any big plays this past week. That was probably the most boring win I think Ravens fans have seen in a while, <laughs> honestly. And you don't – you know, the, the difference with Lamar being his, you don't expect to see boring when you watch this Ravens offense. Lamar is potentially the most electrifying player in the NFL when he's at his best. And right now this offense, they look dry. Um the big plays could potentially be there, but the receivers will have to be more involved for those big plays to happen. And the Ravens just simply have not gotten a lot of production from their receivers this year. Um, Rashad Bateman, he returned to the field last week, got four catches in the game, but this is still a situation where it's like, you're waiting for at least one of these receivers to have like a six to eight catch game at one point. And I don't think any of these receivers have had a game like that yet. So You know, uh, Mark Andrews getting more involved. That'll help Deshaun Jackson being activated. will help Lamar running the ball more and more like we're seeing over these last couple of weeks. So definitely help because every time he keeps the ball, you have to really keep your eyes glued to him. So uh, and I really like the addition of Gus Edwards coming back. I think that is the one thing that may really get this Ravens offense or really this team on the right track because the Ravens have had struggles closing out games. The Ravens could potentially have a much better record than they have right there, right now, but they just simply have not been able to put teams away despite having double digit leads in the second half. And I think it's because they have not had that run game that they're used to having to be able to put these teams away. Having Gus Edwards back, he gives you that North South runner that, that the Ravens really need for this type of offense. And he showed that he's more like himself, uh, then maybe we thought he'd be on Sunday. He was, you know, Monday was a walkthrough, uh, but for him to be on there as limited with as many DNPs as we saw from both teams when uh, yeah. they walked through, uh, that's, that's a good sign to see that he's kind of responding well to being out there on Sunday and t- taking a huge workload uh, as well. So I, I think Gus Edwards being back is a good sign for this Ravens team getting back on track.
1: We'll see who wins the battle. <laughs> it always starts in the trenches. So we'll find out if the Bucks linebackers um, are going to step up to Casey and Kaylee's request or if the offensive line is going to rebound after their tough outing last week against the Browns. Who them. Pretty awesome. So we'll find out on.